What's up, Terriers, and welcome to the first ever Terrier Podcast. Because of our unique situation we're all experiencing, ASB decided to start a podcast. This podcast is designed to keep you up to date with school news, keep you entertained, and perhaps introduce you to a couple of new things. So, before we move on to our first segment of the podcast, where we talk about a few things we're into this week, we want to encourage our listeners to go nominate your friends to join us on the next podcast. By going to our Instagram page, at RHS underscore Terriers, again, RHS underscore Terriers, you can nominate your friends to talk as special guests on our podcast. You can nominate your friends on our Instagram story from September 28th to October 2nd, and the person with the most nominations will join us as a special guest here on the Terrier Podcast. So now that we've made that announcement, let's introduce ourselves for a sec. All right, so I'm Harry Faulkner. I'm a junior, and this is my third year on ASB, second year as a PEP commissioner. Outside of school, I'm involved in academy soccer, and at home, I love listening and playing music. And what about you, Bianca? Um, like Harrison said, my name is Bianca, Bianca Garibay, or Bianca Garibay, if that's easier to pronounce. Um, I am also a junior, and this is actually my first year of ASB and my first year of being a PEP commissioner. So it's a very huge privilege to be on this podcast due to our very special circumstances. But outside of school, I don't really do much, <laughs> but um, I'm very involved at RHS. I am part of Speech and Debate. Um, I am part of Compact Club and Mecha and CSF as well. And now ASB, and I'm honestly really excited. So now that we've introduced ourselves, what are you into this week, Harry? Well, I actually have two things. And first, I want to start off with this guy. His name is Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's an old guitarist, passed away in the 90s. Aww. Great guitar player, though. And I've been really, I liked his music before, but I've been really getting into it. Especially, there's this live video of him playing the song called Look at Little Sister. And he always played with so much passion. And it's funny, there's a story about him when he was younger and he was kind of struggling through his obscurity and trying to get recognized. He would play seedy little bars, and he'd be playing with so much ferocity and passion that the calluses on his fingers would fall off. Oh, my he'd God. Start bleeding and he would just, boom, super glue him back on and keep the show going. And then the next day, he'd go to high school. Yeah, this is all happening when he was like Wait, seven. he super glued them back on? Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. He was a tough guy, you know, Dallas, Texas. But um, <laughs> Jeez. No, I've been, I was watching this live video of him performing in Austin. And he's out there, and he's playing this is a great solo. And halfway through the solo, his bottom E string breaks. And for a guitarist, that's a pretty big, that's a, that's a bad thing. I mean, your E string is what you solo with. And so it snaps off, and he just, in a split second, goes, oh, I'm, well, now I'm just going to make a whole new solo. And so he starts doing another crazy solo, really bluesy, really passionate. And when his solo finishes, he does his, he looks at his little guitar tech and he comes over and switches guitars out while singing. And that's, that's not an easy, easy feat to do. But he switches his guitar out while he's singing and he gets back to playing right at the perfect time. It's one of the smoothest switches ever. Wow. And that, that really affected me. <laughs> <laughs> and on a different note, mm -hmm. microgreens. I don't know. I know it's random. I know it's weird, but I've been really getting into microgreens because... They're a cheap, easy way to get really nutritious food. You can grow them in about 10 days. I only, I'm, I've started growing mine and I put down a $40 investment and got a pound of seed, a couple trays, some soil, all the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, they're really nutritious and it's, they're making a really big step in the health industry right now because I don't know what the exact number it is, but it's, if you grow a pound of like lettuce or like salad mixed microgreens, 
if you were to eat that over the course of a week or a month, it'd be 40 times the nutrition of just eating a head of lettuce. And it's also a fraction of the cost. So that's crazy those are to just me. Two things that I'm interested in this week. But what about you? Um, this week, since we're in September, I've actually been working on some publicity for child cancer awareness because, oh, yeah. yeah, I honestly think that it's such an undermined issue. I mean, it's so common. Like, I mean, one in four kids aren't going to make it if you're diagnosed with cancer and it's just awful. Like, ugh, it just breaks my heart, you know, it's mm-hmm. devastating. And I just feel like it needs that publicity right now. And if this podcast does come out, you know, later in October, Please, I'm begging you listeners, if you're still here, to please publicize. Please publicize on child cancer awareness because it needs more of that. It needs more publicity. It needs more awareness because it's just so devastating and it's not getting the awareness it needs, you know? Oh, definitely. And with social media nowadays, too, where you can spread your ideas so quick and those ideas lead to such good change. Yeah. Definitely, if, if everyone got on top of that and just you know, one post a day, just get people, get it in people's mind. It's that whole, like, I'm, I've been focusing a lot on AP Lang because I'm getting that whole, like, pathos appeal already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, it totally does. I mean, what's sadder than child cancer? I don't, it's terrible. But, like, something so great is, like, regardless of how much, you know, devastation is in the family, that child is going to, like, make their lives, you know? Oh, definitely. I agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just, it's heartbreaking that, like, these angels, you know, have to just, they pass because of such an awful thing, you know? And the sad thing is there's so many ways. If we focus more of our, our spending on healthcare than other things, uh, but you know what? Yes. Don't want to get political. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to. So we should probably segue into the um, school news. And, yeah, I think you have something about the clearance cards. <laughs> I do have something on the clearance cards. So... RHS athletic people, please go fill out your clearance cards, okay? Look, if we do return, you know, second semester in person, um, please go fill out your clearance cards in advance so you can participate and join sports teams, you know? And it's very important for our high school lives. I mean, I'm part of the, or at least I was part of the track team until <laughs> COVID hit, <laughs> and I miss my track team. But see, if I, if I do my clearance card, you know, right now while I'm in quarantine, I'll be ready and prepared to try out during, you know, school when we head back. So that's just a little reminder for you athletic people here at RHS. Definitely. And also be sure to check out the library newsletter and also follow Redlands underscore HS underscore counseling on Instagram. They have a lot of information about the school, a lot of information about what's going on with the counseling office. And it's really important to know what's going on around our school. Yeah, I think it was really smart of them to make that page, you know. Definitely. All right, Terriers. And today we got Coach Austin in with us, and he's just going to introduce himself real quick. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, Coach Austin here. Um, This is my uh, sixth season as the uh, head coach of the uh, um, Boys and Girls Swim Team, and uh, I'm looking forward to a great season uh, this, this upcoming season. So, Coach Austin, we have a couple of questions for you. Do you mind if I go first, Harry? Yeah, no problem. Alrighty, so Coach Austin, how did you feel when you were accepted into UC Berkeley? Oh, you know, it was it was uh, it was it was a blessing. You know, I um, I knew I wanted to swim in college, um, but I also wanted the uh, the academic side, and um, it just seemed like a a, a perfect fit. Um, 
to be up at up at Cal, and I had a just a, a, a wonderful experience up there that that I wouldn't trade for the world. And um, I highly recommend it to anybody who is uh, applying to the UC system. Uh, Berkeley is just a, it's just a great school, and I, I absolutely loved it. So. Yeah, it carries that name with it all. Also, too, you think of Berkeley, you just think of smart people, top athletes. So, oh, nothing but respect for you there. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Thank you. All right. Our second question: What is your favorite part about coaching? Oh, favorite part about coaching, um, definitely making a, a positive impact on the on the lives of my athletes. Um, something I always I always carry with me is um, I get I get more joy and excitement. Uh, from seeing uh, one of my swimmers go best time or um, do well in a race um, that, than I ever did when, when I was swimming. And that's something that, that really keeps me motivated and keeps me going as a coach. And, and I, I just really want to see all my athletes succeed top to bottom. So. All righty. I have another question. When was your proudest moment in coaching? Ooh, uh, proudest moment. Uh, there, there's, there's been a ton. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't have one in particular. I'm 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 very proud of both programs equally. Um, we've we've had a little bit more success on the guys side, and um, we're working on uh, our tenth year as CBL champions uh, this this upcoming season, which would be um, which would be really awesome. And our girls were we're rebuilding. We got a couple um, fast freshmen coming in. Um, but I think I think we can uh, we can make some noise this year if season happens. I'm I'm really really hoping that that we get a season this year. Um, but yeah, just just super super proud of both programs, top to bottom. So, when hearing that they're going to be bringing swim in at a different season, because I was talking to some of the swimkins and they're telling me it's not happening at the normal time it normally does. But um, what do you what do you feel about that? How does do you think that's going to affect anything performance, or you think it's going to make it better or worse? You know, I I just hope we get get enough time on the on the preseason end. Um, I understand they have to do uh, both water polos in the fall, um, which is uh, which is how CIF uh, drew it up. Um, but we're 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 a resilient team. We um, we always rise to the occasion, and I, I don't think the the spring. Um, or the later later start time is gonna gonna affect us too much. I just I, I just really hope it happens. You know, we we had our season cut short last year, which was which was unfortunate. So we're uh, looking to bounce back from that definitely. Definitely. All right. What would you recommend to high school student athletes trying to get recognized by colleges? Um, so it's it's a little bit different um, with each sport. I know football and baseball. You have. Um, you have like game film, um, tennis and or tr sorry, track and swimming. It's more of times. Um, so I would I would say don't be don't be afraid to reach out to the colleges. You know, um, I, I going through the recruiting process as a swimmer when I was at Redlands High School. I wish I would have um, kind of just reached out to to more schools and let it instead of letting the schools come to me. Um, and don't be don't be hesitant to call the coach on the phone or. Um, or just get your name out there because it really, really means a lot to these uh, to these coaches. So just yeah, get your get your name out there. Contact the coaches definitely. That's good advice. Yeah, that is really good advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for all the students athlete student athletes out there, any advice on college coming from this guy is pretty good advice. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Well, thank all you for joining you. us. Yeah, you guys have a nice day. You Go too. Terriers! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Terrier, so we're going to be shifting into our game segment of the podcast, and today we have a very special guest speaker, Hugh Cockrum. Hugh, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Hugh. I'm, I'm a junior here at RHS. Uh, currently, I'm involved in speech and debate. I'm an officer there, and I'm involved in multiple clubs such as Psych Club, UNICEF Club, and Gen Z Vocal. All right, look at you. The game we'll be playing today is called Hot Seat, and basically what that entails is we're going to be asking each other a set of questions each, and we have to answer them truthfully. No lying, and just say what you think. All right, so I think I'm getting asked the questions first. I think Bianca is the first question. All right, Harry, no lying, okay? All right, all right. All right, let's start this. Okay, my first question, would you rather have skin that changes colors based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body showing what you did yesterday? I definitely do tattoos. That's kind of like a, you know, like in Maui, like, you know, Maui has all like the tattoos that shows uh, life. That's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty cool. So I think that'd be, I mean, you'd have to make yourself do something interesting every day. But no, I definitely say the tattoos. <laughs> okay, but like, what did you do yesterday, though? What, what would be on, like, if you had these tattoos, what would be on oh, your body? It would be me mowing the lawn, doing homework and going to work. Yeah, shout out Lava Lotta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I believe Hugh has the next question. Okay, Harry, so would you rather... <laughs> this is funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. Go ahead. Would you rather go to the bottom of the ocean in a submarine or hike to the top of Mount Everest? I'd rather go to the bottom of the ocean. There's like definitely a lot more like little like animals and like squids and stuff down there. Squids? <laughs> Well, no, because like people have already been to Mount Everest. No one's been to like the bottom of the Mariana Trench before. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I have the next one. Harry, who was your childhood crush? My childhood crush. And this is an interesting one. Queen Elizabeth II. I love that woman. <laughs> Why? Well, no, it's not a crush in like the typical, like, I think she's attractive. I just, I have so much respect for her. She carries so much class. It's just a great lady. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> Hugh, what are your thoughts on that since you're not from the U.S.? Um, as a person who was born in England, I can also agree that Queen Elizabeth II is a mighty fine woman and she's powerful. <laughs> exactly. She carries a lot of power, man. Okay, yeah, fine. Those I guess little gloves. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hugh, you have the next question. Okay, my next question, Harry, is what was the worst thing you ever did in elementary school? Oh, you're trying to like... Okay, that's a tricky one. I was a weird kid in elementary school. I was like really shy up until fourth grade. I doubt that. I know, <laughs> right? But um, we were reading a book, and then some kid like mooned in the book, and I didn't actually moon the class, but I thought it would be really hilarious if I stood up and pretended to. I remember <laughs> I did, and everyone just looked at me like, "Sit down!" Like, what are you? Doing? <laughs> and that, that was a. That was brutal. I just sat down. I didn't talk to anyone the rest of the day. <laughs> they had a they had a solar eclipse, not a full moon. No. <laughs> no. That was awful. <laughs> All right, Bianca, I think you have the last question. Or your think, last question. Yeah, I have my last question. Um, it's really boring, but right. I'm going to go with it. What's one place you want to visit after quarantine? That's a good question. I kind of want to go to Louisiana. Like, I want to go to New Orleans. Like, it's nice out there. <laughs> but no, it's, it's super nice. And it's, I know the people, I don't know. I really can't judge. I've never been down there, but New Orleans for sure. Their food is super good. It's all like seafood and stuff like that. I bet it's probably like fried too, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was super good when I went. I have no idea because like I've never been outside of California in my life. Really? Yeah, Are like really the, not? the furthest I've been is Berkeley. 
Oh, really? Yeah. He and I That's went to cool. Berkeley for speech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we're gonna go on a road trip then to New Orleans. Oh man, that's gonna be awful. <laughs> no, it's gonna be interesting. Oh yeah, definitely interesting. <laughs> All right, my last question for you, Harry, is like, what is your favorite fast food restaurant and why? Oh, that's good. You know, we're from California. I gotta keep it keep it local. I love In and Out. In and Out's beautiful. Don't don't <laughs> shake your head, Hugh. In and Out is so good. No, I love In and Out too. I know. I get I the love Chick Fil A though. Why Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is good, but you know. I have like a weird addiction to their sauce. I know. I remember we went and you, I was like, oh, can we get like eight sauces? And he goes, I, you're like, no, I need eight sauces for myself. Like, <laughs> What? I don't know. I think like something in there has tricked me into thinking like it's water basically. So I just <laughs> need it. I'm about to expose myself, but I do not like Chick-fil-A. Yeah, get off the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't like Chick-fil-A. All right. I survived my questions. Now, I think we're going to Bianca. Oh, no. Okay. I'll I'll start. I got first question. Pretty simple. It's, would you rather have a get-out-of-jail-free card or, like, a little, like, card that you could swipe and it opens any door? Honestly, probably the get-out-of-jail-free card because the second option sounds like more effort. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, but it's, like, it's... I mean, like, it works on car doors. You ever lock your keys in the car? Boom, swipe your card, you're done. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't just apply to, like, normal do- doors. Yeah, it applies like to, like, anything that has the word door in it. Like, even locked doors? <laughs> yeah, even locked doors. Hmm. What, what about airplane doors? <laughs> no! <laughs> even airplane doors. <laughs> yeah, Bianca's just going to, like, make everyone, like, jump out and skydive. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to stick with my choice just because, like, just in case if someone I care about a lot like went to jail for an unjust reason, I have that. Well, no, you can't use on anyone else. What? Fine. Especially okay. if you do something. Okay, okay, fine. Because I know I'm not going to do anything, but... Mm-hmm. Hmm. You okay. could, like, always cover for someone. That's true. You could take the blame, though. Yeah, in case anyone does anything suspicious. Okay, then, yeah, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my decision final with the get-out-of-jail-free card. All right. Thank you for making that so complicated. <laughs> okay, um, so my next question is, what was the best advice someone gave you during your time in high school? Oh, during my three years in high school. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so long. Um, but I think it's from my mom. It's never, like, concrete, but the theme is always to prove others wrong. Like, although that sounds kind of mean, <laughs> um, the point is to prove those that don't believe in you wrong. Makes yeah. you feel pretty good. Yeah. Helped oh. me a lot. Especially freshman year. Freshman year sucked. I think sophomore year was worse, though. Yeah, that's what I say. I loved freshman year. <laughs> yeah, freshman year was definitely my highlight, too. <laughs> well, we have junior year now, so we're going to try to make yeah, it. We can still push through this year. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Would you rather have every traffic light that you come up, like, turn green for you? Or never have to wait in line. Hmm. Wait, I have a question with the green lights. All right. Does everyone else like stop? Like when my yeah, like everyone? Yeah, it's not going to be like you're just getting a crash all the time. Like everyone stops just for you. I'm gonna go with the green light. Honestly, oh. I'm really lazy. I don't want to press the brake. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the line one. It's like you go to Disneyland on a crowded day. You crank out every single ride. Like you want to buy some shoes or a new iPhone. Boom, front of the line. But you can argue like it's worth the wait.
True. That's true. It, it does make it, you know, more exciting kind of to be mm-hmm. on the ride finally. That's true. That's true. All right, Hugh, I think you have a question for me. Okay. So after everything opens up, hopefully, where is the first place you want to go after quarantine ends? I want to go to Hawaii, honestly. Um, we, I know. We were planning on going to Hawaii for, like, summer vacation this year because we've never been outside of Southern California. Well, that's, <laughs> like, California just in general. So I was like, ooh, new trip. And then COVID hit, and I got a little upset, but that's okay, you know. Yeah, yeah that's right. Hopefully we can always around. have a virtual luau. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I can, like, put my background as, like, a roasted pig. I want you to do your little hula dance, you <laughs> Well, I am actually a professional um, hula dancer. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, um, I think, Harry, do you have another um, question for me, or was that yeah. it? Would you rather move town every 10 weeks or never be able to leave Redlands? Oh, man. Wait, like Redlands, like, can I dorm at other colleges? No, it's like you can only be in Redlands. Or you have to, like, move town every 10 weeks. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, man, that's so hard. Because I want to go to college, like, I want to go to Berkeley and UCLA yeah. and all that. You're going to U of R then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to choose the 10 weeks. I agree with you on that one. All right, Hugh. Okay, what? so my last question is, would you rather be able to fly or breathe underwater? Kind of like, would you rather be like a bird or a fish, basically? I want to be a squid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can go to the, the bottom, bottom of the, of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think I'd probably fly. Wait, if I could swim, I could like be a great lifeguard, though. Yeah. Ah, snap. Okay, I'm gonna go with swimming then. Well, if you if you fly, you could like pay people to hold on to your back. You know, you could take them just like little short distances. I feel like if you're flying, you're not really like flapping your wings. Like the way I'm envisioning, it, you could just like pick up and go. Yeah, kind of like Superman or something like that. Yeah, exactly. You guys are making these questions so tough. <laughs> they're really tricky, huh? Okay, I'm gonna stick with my answer just because I'll be a great lifeguard and I could save lives. <laughs> Okay, so right. now it's Hugh's turn. All right, Hugh, I got a question for you. Okay, I'm ready. What are three things you would bring with you to a deserted island? Well, I would bring a boat. <laughs> no, no, not a boat. <laughs> I, I, like little, boat. Um, I would probably bring my phone so I can watch those guys on YouTube who, like, make all those, like, crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, no internet, like, though. Tools and stuff. Oh, I, I wouldn't have, like, internet, hypothetically? No. Okay, so if it wasn't my phone, then I'd say, like, a ton of water, a ton of food, obviously, and then my dog, I guess, because I need someone to keep me company. Finnegan. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about Lola and Snowball? No, the cats throw them in the dog. ocean. <laughs> throw them in the ocean. Yeah, no cats allowed, only, only dogs. <laughs> okay, I have a question, and it's also island-related. Oh, um. No. I know, I'm so original. Okay, if you could choose one person on the speech team to live on an island with for a year, who would it be and why? Actually, this is super easy. I would definitely pick Catherine, Catherine Duan, just because Catherine is probably, like, one of the smartest people I've met. So I feel like I would be trying to, like, make a stick um, or make a fire with, like, a stick and, like, a rock. She'd and she'd be, like, already, huh? yeah, and she'd be, like, building, like, a rocket ship and, like, have, like, <laughs> old, like, oil drills and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, Catherine Dewan is smart. I thought you were going to say Derek because you guys are really good friends. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> no. If I, could, if I could pick another person, I would pick Derek. Hugh, what is your most prized possession? Probably, like, one of my gifts that I received from, like, my godparents, I guess. Like, one of those, I would say, just because, like, they're pretty sentimental. Um, and also, like, I'm supposed to kind of, like, technically receive them when I'm, I think it's 18 or maybe 21. I'm not sure. But they're, like, pretty sentimental to me. So I value them a lot. Well, what about the hair gel I bought you? <laughs> I don't know where that went. <laughs> I have no idea where that went, honestly. It's probably just sitting in a drawer somewhere. Breaks my heart. <laughs> Aww, that sucks. Okay, I have a question. When was the last time you lied? Um, when was the last time I lied? I lie a lot. <laughs> last time I like a major lie I told, hmm. Probably when someone needed help on homework and they were like, Oh, can you help me with this problem? And I said, Oh, sorry, I didn't do it, or like I didn't understand it when I did <laughs> oh, it, and no. I did understand it, and I was just too lazy to help them. Which is okay. kind of bad, but I'm in it to win it. <laughs> That's right. Look out for number one. <laughs> what? No, I That's actually you know. bad advice. I should have helped them, but I was just, I'm very lazy. So No, you're following the RHS academic integrity plan. That is true. Well, I wasn't going to send them an answer because obviously that's illegal and punishable by death. But <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, they help needed and help and I was like, oh, I don't understand that. But oh, I for sure. Yeah. I got my last question for you. What was your proudest moment ever? Learning to tie my shoes. <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. Actually, it was a few months ago. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my proudest moment, hmm, I feel like I've had like a lot of like minor accomplishments that I consider to add up to like one. Mm. Um, like kind of like all like my speech accomplishments. I like value those a lot. Ooh. Like my academic accomplishments, I guess. Um, and they kind of like build up to like one big one, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I have like small ones. I don't really have like one big accomplishment, I guess. That makes sense. And going back to the shoelaces, now I'm thinking about like tying your shoes. You know, I didn't know how to tie my shoes until like halfway through first grade. Well, I was like seven, so <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> no, like I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's normal, but it's like everyone else knew how to. I was like that one kid in second grade who had Velcro still. And I was just like, I can do it. I can do it. And my parents, like, they had, like, the actual model of, like, a shoe. And I just mm -hmm. could not figure it out for the longest time until a few months ago. <laughs> and, then, and then I finally figured it out. Okay, I have the last question. And I think this one ha will have, like, a little bit of an impact since you're in speech. Would you rather lose your ability to read or lose your ability to speak? Ooh, that is a tough one. Yeah. Well, you could you could barely even read now. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would say probably reading. I mean, as much as it would suck, I think like speaking is much more useful, useful and universal. Um, I would rather kind of go without reading because I don't know. I don't feel like I read as much as I should, but yeah, I'd probably say reading. But what about your scripts for speech? Just have someone say it to them. Yeah, that's how I'm just going to like have to like have someone like play a recording and then I'll just like listen and memorize it. Dang. And that's yeah. how I'm going to have to read all my textbooks apparently too and all sheets <laughs> and stuff like that. So someone is going to have to repeat like every single like math equation and then I'm going to have to just like memorize all of that. I think that's all of our questions. I think that is. That wasn't too bad. 
<laughs> well, thank you so much, Hugh, for joining our podcast and taking the time out of the day to do so. Thank you for having me. I have to. I have to go now. I have to go and try and practice tying my shoes. I gotta nail it down. <laughs> I don't know, boy. You text me when you get it, Hugh. <laughs> I will. I will. Well, good luck with that, Hugh. All right. All right. Bye. 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 That's all we got for this podcast, guys. We hope you enjoyed it, and thank you very much for listening. And don't forget to nominate your friends on our Instagram story later, okay? Very important for the next podcast episode. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys.